0: Hey, my name is Katie Pijanowski and I'm a certified life coach and motivational speaker. And I'm here to help you unlock your true strengths so you can create the life of your dreams. I teach you my best tips to master your mindset, create confidence and empower yourself to take back your life. It's your time. This is the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. What's up, people of the world? Welcome back to the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. I'm so excited you decided to tune in today because I have yet another, a fantastic guest on the show today, Ms. Danielle D'Alessio, and she's a mindset coach and certified yoga instructor who specializes in helping women reduce stress, step into their confidence, and positively impact the world through their passions without losing their authenticity or sanity. We all know we need some of that in our life, right? So after years of struggling with anxiety and insecurities, Danielle found so much freedom through yoga and self-growth practices that she decided to leave her corporate engineering job to teach these methods to others through personal coaching, group programs, and workshops. And we actually know each other through, she lives in Dallas, Texas, like I do, and she actually started this virtual book club at the start of quarantine. And I found it a few months later after she'd already done a few rounds of it. And so I was in the third round of it. And I really got to know Danielle and just really love her approach on everything. She is a mindset coach, so I really relate to that. And she brings a lot of really great information to you guys in this episode all about imposter syndrome, mindset, and just building confidence. And she shares her journey through that as well as how she helps clients To be able to do that. And I know you guys are going to get so much from her, especially if you are an aspiring entrepreneur or even if you are just someone who loves their corporate job and just wants to build their mindset and to just have more creative possibilities in their life, or you enjoy yoga and all of the different avenues that that helps open up, or you're interested in stress management. This podcast episode is for you. I can't wait for you guys to meet Danielle. So let's jump right into the episode. Welcome, welcome everybody to the Mind and Body Strong podcast. I have a special guest with me today, Danielle, and I. you're going to have to help me with your last name, Danielle. What is it? <laughs> it's Delessio. Delessio. I knew it was something fancy. I love it. So Danielle and I actually got connected through a Facebook group, which is so fun that we're able to connect through that. She is running a book club that I'm a part of and we're reading Untamed currently, So we got to know each other and I love that she is a mindset coach very much in the entrepreneur space and this whole idea of mindset and what the conversations we've been having in Untamed have been so enlightening and so amazing. So I wanted to bring her on. So welcome.
1: (laughs) Hey, Thank you. I'm so excited to be on. And yes, I love Untamed and all of our conversations we've been having there. I just finished
0: the book last night, actually. Amazing. I have to start the last part. So, it's good. Yeah, I love it. So, tell us a little bit, Danielle, about yourself, kind of how you transitioned into being a mindset coach, and we'll just kind of go from there. I know that you have a new program you kind of want to chat about. What's that all about?
1: Okay, awesome. So, before I was a mindset coach, I was actually an engineer. I um, have a master's degree in mechanical engineering. And if you hear weird noise, that's my dog, by the way. And I was an engineer for about five years. And just during a lot of the time, I had a lot of stress to the point that it was almost crippling to the Mm -hmm. point that it was hard to function it was hard to think, it was hard to really do anything. And I didn't really like my job or where I was at. But because of all that stress, it made it hard to like get out of that routine because my whole focus was just reduce your stress or just feel better. And, you know, and eventually I really got into yoga. And when I really just changed my life and just stopped partying a bunch and just decided to do yoga, I was able to reduce a lot of stress and gain a lot of clarity on what I wanted for my life. And I didn't really want to be an engineer anymore. I wanted to do something that would impact people on such a deeper level, especially how yoga helps me, how it helps me reduce stress move past some insecurities, build confidence, and really gain so much clarity for my life. And so long story short, I decided to pursue teacher training. I eventually quit my job. And then I got, I was involved in some other health and wellness things, but eventually I hired my first coach and I was like, this is what I want to do. And so I just dove into all the programs and all the coaches that I could and became a mindset coach. And I absolutely love it. And I do one-on-one coaching group programs and we'll be doing retreats once we can safely travel again.
0: I love that. I think it's such a cool story that you have that you spent five years in such a demanding career as an engineer, which is so cool, by the way, because we definitely need more women representing in those spaces. So I think that's really cool. But what was kind of, um, I know yoga, what kind of really brought you out into this new space of like, but when you actually decided to leave your job, was that like a hard decision to leave that like comfort to go into this new unknown world where there's like less stress and all of that stuff?
1: Yes, it was, you know, there's a lot of mindset hurdles, especially when you're going to go from something, you know, pretty safe and secure, and then going into like your own business, and a lot of mindset things where it's like, well, I spent five years getting this degree, like, shouldn't I just like, keep pursuing it, and that was a big thing, and it took me a bit to really move past that, because I was like, you know what, if I went for my degree... And that's great. I learned so much. I learned strategy. I learned how to, you know, hit deadlines. I learned how to learn. I learned how to complete things. And I learned so much in it, but I just wasn't happy anymore. And I had it choose like, you know what, this isn't wasted time. Like I learned and I grew in this time. And now it's just time to move on to something else if it fills me. And so yes, it definitely making that leap into becoming an entrepreneur is has a lot of mindset hurdles. And that's something that I really specialize in is helping people who are tipping their, dipping their toe or wanting to be the entrepreneur to help them really get clear and move past those fears and those doubts and all that keeping them that kind of stuck there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. When you've identified yourself as someone who is working in a typical workspace for so long, it can be really hard to transition. And the difference between like entrepreneur and employee is so different because we just get trained to be employees like our whole life. So Have you noticed like a lot of differences between like being in that high stressful situation versus like being your own boss and like, was there a transition that you had to make to be able to, to make that happen, I guess, for yourself?
1: (laughs) Definitely. And so when you're an employee, it's so much, you know, people are telling you what to do. You have your deadlines and you're working for someone else. And it's like, you're going to get paid no matter what, like you can show up and pretend to do work for a few hours and you're still going to get paid. And becoming an entrepreneur, it's only like you, like you have to create your own discipline. You have to create your own deadlines. You basically have to have Mm self-mastery over your day, your clarity on your purpose. And there's just so much that can like come and get in the way, especially fears and doubts, which can just like shut you down. And- you know, you don't really get fears and downs the corporate environment. You don't really get shut down there. I mean, I'm sure there's some that come up, but most of the time you always have your boss to ask questions to, you have um, your colleagues, and it's also not everything riding on your shoulders. Like if you mess something up, you know, you're still going to get paid. Most likely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when coming to an entrepreneur, it's one of the biggest things is learning how to handle the mindset hurdles that come at you the comparison, the doubts, the fears, that what are they going to think? Like, what if this is a flop, the fear of failure? There's so much. And that was definitely something that I worked really hard to overcome and what I helped my clients
0: overcome as well. Yeah. I think the mindset hurdles is the biggest part of any kind of transition. So when you started to make that transition, what was the, some of the biggest things that helped you overcome some of those hurdles so that you could step into this yeah. new version of who Danielle is and how she serves the world?
1: Yes. I remember like, it was around, or sometime last year, it was when I had always had this dream of leading a retreat. And um, I just didn't want to put it out there because I was afraid of failure. I was afraid people would think, oh, she's not qualified enough to lead it, like in all these different things. And so what I did was I, I had these goals. I wanted to do the retreat. I wanted to do group programs. I wanted to do so much, but I was just really fearful of failure and what people would think. And if I was qualified or not, it's a little bit of that imposter syndrome there. And so what I did was I enrolled into this group program, which included some go coaching calls. And I was on a call with a coach and he was like, you know, I think one of the biggest shifts was that call when he was like, look, like you don't get what necessarily get what you want in life. You get what is relevant. And sometimes that failure, if you do fail, it's relevant to your growth. Mm-hmm. And you learn so, so much from that. Like you can learn so much from all of your failures. You can choose to grow and like you, like my thing was like, what if I, what if I leave the retreat and no one shows up? He's like, well, guess what? You go on a retreat, it's a beautiful spot and you have a great time and you probably learn something along the way. And mm-hmm. ironically, like I had signups for this Thailand retreat, but COVID happened. And so it didn't actually happen. Yeah. And, but the super cool thing was looking back, I learned so much and I built my network so much. It like helps my business.
0: I love that. Yeah. I I wrote down what you had said, failure is relevant to your growth. That is so true. Like I myself have experienced imposter syndrome in so many areas just thinking like, Oh my gosh, I don't know enough. And I think my brain likes to automatically transition to Well, once you get this next certification, you'll just have all the know how people will just come to you. It'll be great, but it's really Mm -hmm. just, it's not about that. You don't have to know all the answers. You don't have to have everything in place to start making money as a business owner and to like make these shifts but like when you understand those types of things and I think what you were kind of playing out with this coach helped you play out is like what's the worst case scenario here mm-hmm. you go on a great vacation like it ends up really not being the worst case but if you look at like the best case scenario that you have a lot of people coming it's like the worst case is almost like the opposite of that It's like oh you know I don't know it's just it's interesting to play those out because I think so often we think of all the worst case scenarios, but when we actually lay them out, they're not the worst case because they've helped us grow. like in this situation with you where you had the Thailand trip planned during COVID, which is completely uncontrollable. And you grew in the process of that, which has helped you, you know, I'm sure you're planning your next retreat for 2021. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I
1: exactly. love that. We did reschedule it to the end of February, 2021. So I'm oh, hoping good. you can out. But yes, I love, I love the whole like, the failure is relevant to your growth. And there's been so many times that I have failed in other areas. Like I was in a health and wellness company and I never got to hit the goals or the status or be the leader or the ranks that I wanted. But I realized if I did, would I've ever pursued my actual big passion of like coaching of leading group programs and all that? And by then I kind of might have looked at it as a failure, but I'm like, no, this is so key element to my growth. I learned so much there, but I wasn't meant to succeed in it because I was yes. meant to be somewhere else. And if I would have succeeded, I probably would have stayed because, you know, money coming in.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I just had this realization yesterday on my, my coaching call where my coach yeah. called that out. And I was just bringing up all these past, you know, quote unquote failures and throwing up some quote signs here, but I kind of looked at them like that for a long time because I'd also been in the health and fitness business and like all these other things. And I saw them as failures because I never, again, like you said, hit the ranks or make the money or whatever it is. But like you mentioned in such a beautiful reframe is like, I wasn't meant to succeed in that. I was meant for more. And it brought me the tools and things I needed in order to be able to get to where you're at now, which is having your thriving mindset business and now doing retreats and all this cool stuff, which is so neat. Yes. I love that. But you talked about a little bit before we hopped on that you were starting a new program. And I know that you had mentioned something about like confidence building up. So just tell us a little bit about who that is for. And yeah, I'd love to hear all the details.
1: Yes. Awesome. So it's actually going to be the second round of it. I did the first round back in May and I had a wonderful ladies in it who got amazing results and So what it's called, it's called embody your vision. And it's really geared to helping you, helping entrepreneurs, starting out entrepreneurs, people thinking about it, or just wanting to move into more of a purpose thing or their passions. And it it helps them create clarity on exactly what it is they want to do, as well as define, discover themselves and their uniqueness. Because that is something that is so key to shine through in any business, any creative project you want is you. And we really help you get clear on that. And then we help you move through the blocks. Like whether there's doubts or the fears and I give you tools to be able to navigate through these. So you know that they're coming because I'm not, because the journey to an entrepreneur, you have all this stuff that comes up. A lot of the fears, a lot of doubts. And like, if you know that this is common, that it's going to come up, you can prepare for it. So when it shows up, you recognize like, oh yeah, she told me that was going to come up instead of thinking, oh, this is, this came up. It must mean I'm not supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. So we get those tools, I help you guys all get into action, and we really focus on building your confidence as well. So courageously getting into action, doing the thing consistently, and becoming that confident version of yourself and being a bold leader in your field of passion. And that's exactly what I have been helping help the last group with, and I'm so excited to help the next group starting in September.
0: Oh, so exciting! You said embody your vision. That's Embody your
1: vision. I really yes. love
0: that name. And I know you mentioned confidence, and I think that's a big thing holding people back. I hear so often, and not just in the entrepreneurial space, but in any kind of goal in general, well, if only I had the confidence, I'd do this. So I'm sure you hear that a lot. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on having confidence before you have the results. Like, how does that
1: Exactly. And so it's so key because you, just like you said, if I was more confident, it'd be easier for me to get results. And oh, the leaders, they have it so easy because they have results. So it's easy to be confident. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that like you actually have to have that confidence first before the results. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of that analogy. Be, do, do have. And so often we think backwards. We think we need to have the results and then we'll do the actions of the leaders that we know that version of us. And then we will be that state, whether it's confident or wealthy or abundant, but it's actually backwards. It's when we're being in that state and we are doing those actions, then that helps us acquire and have those results. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
1: I actually just created an ebook on having the confidence before you have the results. And Mm -hmm. it Really? Yeah. And I, yeah. And, um, it really just has to do with courage. Courage is one of the biggest things because yes, confidence does come from kind of doing something over time. Like if somebody was going to get on stage to speak, they might not be as confident as someone who's been doing it for 10 years Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Like what you just need is having that courage to show up and consistently show up repeatedly over time. So I love to call confidence, courage, and action repeated consistently.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: so that's one way. The other way is just finding that true confidence in yourself, in what, in who you are, what you have to offer. Like, why are you so great at what you do? And sometimes it's like, well, I don't have all the experiences then, but it's like, but you have determination, you have commitment to excellence. You have ambition. Like this is what makes you great because you are going to go and give that service or your product, whatever it is. You're going to give that client the best version of you that you can, and you're going to continuously learn and grow and continuously do so well. And sometimes it's just believing in those qualities that you have in yourself and your own worth ethic that is going to outshine even some people, leaders in the field.
0: Yes. It's so big. I love that you had mentioned like courage or confidence is courage and action. I totally 100% agree with that. And for Mm -hmm. all of you out there who maybe are listening and maybe thinking about starting being an entrepreneur, I think number one key is like hire a coach, especially a one-on-one coach. I think for myself, even I can say I've made the biggest internal shifts in the past year because I've hired coaches like Danielle, who's been just, I mean, she's helping her people really break through those, those important things like mindset blocks that we don't think about. We just think, what do I need to do? Show me all the steps. I'll do them. But it's so much deeper than that. I actually thought um, one of my coaches had posted some kind of quote and it said something like, I thought I was signing up for, you know, entrepreneurship. I didn't know that I was going to have you know, all this childhood drama come up because like, it's so much like this deep work and entrepreneurship is truly honestly going to push every single one of your buttons and you get to evolve and grow and just like continuously do that over and over and over. And there's never like this stopping point. Right. Yeah.
1: Yes, so. exactly. I think having coaches is so crucial and that's exactly what helps has helped me get so far in my business. And it's, you have all this stuff that comes up. You have, yeah, all that childhood, you know, trauma or beliefs or, you know, like all these things that can come from your past that come to resurface. It's like, Mm -hmm. why do I actually fear what all these people think? Like what is actually keeping me from that? And the coach, what a coach does is just really help see your blind spots and help to guide you through it, to help talk you through it. And because we also have beliefs and to Mm -hmm. us, sometimes our beliefs, we've been carrying them around for years and they feel so concrete Mm -hmm. because they feel so real to us. But from someone else, they can see, like actually this is it this is you believe this because of xyz or this is just a belief you have and it doesn't mean it's true exactly. and so we can change those beliefs because beliefs aren't concrete
0: exactly I love that well I, I love this and I you mentioned your ebook so I would love to hear if you could share like some of your tangible tips for helping people kind of gain that traction in confidence and so they can get into action
1: Yes, definitely, and I'll give your listeners a free copy if they would yeah, like. That'd be fantastic. And so we can put that in the link. So I'll give you a special link for that. But um, I don't want to spoil it all. Yeah, but what this ebook? A few, book, few things. Cool. <laughs> it definitely includes the courage aspects, um, and a lot of it. What I love to do is draw from the past as a resource. Mm. So often we think like, oh, it's just the past, the past. But it's like, hey, where have you actually succeeded before? And this is my favorite thing to journal about and think about, especially when you're in a state of doubt, like where have you doubted yourself before and then succeeded? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be relevant to your business. And it won't be, especially if it's your business is something new. And so something I love to draw back from my past is in yoga. I used to see all of these people do handstands. And I was like, there is no way in heck I could ever do a handstand. I was like almost crying when some lady, when one of my teachers tried to put me up into a headstand, and I'm like a handstand in the middle of the room, no freaking way. Well, guess what? You, like a year or maybe two years, I don't remember how long, but I was doing practicing in the middle of the room, and then I could hold them like perfectly in the middle of the room, no problem. I taught many handstand workshops back when I was teaching yoga at studios, and. I did it. I proved myself completely wrong. And i love to reflect back on that time as this time, I literally thought this was impossible. Like no doubt in my mind, I would have bet against myself. I've been like, no, there's no way I could ever do a handstand. Yeah, I'll bet on that. Mm -hmm. And then I proved myself wrong because of the practice over time and how much we can grow and how much things can really change over time is just so crazy. And it's so cool. And it just shows that even now, like when I experience doubts, I can be like, look, I doubted myself back then and I proved myself wrong sometimes we don't know how we're going to get to the goal, but the how comes in when we're focused on the goal.
0: I love that pull from past experiences. I, I love using that exercise too, of really getting, getting yourself to channel that version of you and who you were being in those moments to overcome what yeah. seemed to be impossible in the moment. Exactly. Exactly. That's a really good one. I love it. Well, any last thoughts that you'd love to share about mindset, confidence, anything that you're sharing or that you're into now?
1: Um, what I would just love to say is if you have a goal, you have a dream, keep going for it. And so many things are going to try to push you off of that path, but you know, in your heart, if it's something that you want to do
0: mm-hmm. and
1: just to keep going, cause the, how it can show up, there are synchronicities in life. There are things that come out of nowhere to help you on that dream. And if it's something dear to your heart, keep going, mm-hmm. hire coaches or mentors to help you get there because your dream is 100% possible.
0: I love it. Awesome. Well, I know you have a new a course and we're going to be putting the links in the description yes. for the ebook, but where can people hang out with you online?
1: You can hang out with me. I love Instagram. I'm very active on there. And my Instagram is just my first name, Danielle, then a period. And then my last name, Delessio. And we can put that in your show notes. Yes. It'll I be know, there. Delesio. <laughs> <But laughs> it'll be I there for you and then, um, we'll have the, you can put the embody your vision. We can put that in the, the yeah, show notes yeah. as well. And then that will link you to the rest of my website. And if you want to get a, you can apply for a call with me, apply to work with me there. So fantastic.
0: I love it. Well, thanks so much for being on Danielle. I learned so much and I know that it's going to inspire so many of you out there who are looking to jump in with both feet into entrepreneurship. And Danielle's definitely got you back on that.
1: Yes. I love it. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Of course. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag Mind and Body Strong. To learn more about coaching and courses to help you take your journey to the next level, visit mindandbodystrong.com.